In the year 3062, far after the fall of humanity, the world is populated by sentient robots, true artificial intelligences. So far removed from their creators, they became more and more curious as to the things they did not understand about humans, specifically emotions. So, they proceeded to do what they always do, design new machines and send them back in time to find the answer. Each robot was given a different emotion to research and define. I am one of those robots, a Sensation Acknowledgement Machine, or SAM. And I have a question for you. What is fun? Entry 005, Kate Williams. Engage Charisma. Kate, thank you so much for agreeing to this interview. Uh, could you tell us a little about yourself? Sure. Well, my name is Kate Williams. Um, I'm a born and bred Vermonter. Um, I live here in Burlington, and I um, do editing and puppeteering for a living currently. So, yeah. Cool. <laughs> and I have a dog named Toby who is insane. <laughs> so, yeah. Great. Uh, now, Kate, what sorts of things do you consider fun? Oh, I consider lots of different things fun. Um, let's see, what do I do for fun? Um, I dance. I've danced all my lo life. I love to dance. So I definitely dance for fun. Mm -hmm. um, I currently do um, Kempo Jiu-Jitsu. Um, which I also find very fun and therapeutic. Um, I'm a first-degree brown belt there, and I absolutely love it. Where Where is brown belt on the scale of belts? Well, brown belt is right below black belt, okay. and I'm a first-degree first brown belt, which means I have uh, two more degrees to go, and then I can test for my black belt. So I'm close. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, dancing, martial arts, what else? Um, last year, I really got into gardening. Um, so I'm really looking forward to getting my hands in the dirt um, this spring. Mm -hmm. um, I'm looking to expand our vegetable garden. We had a cute little starter vegetable garden last year, and I'm looking to expand it this year and maybe get a good herb garden going and maybe try some flowers as well. So I'm really excited to do that this summer and this spring as well. So that's a lot of fun too. Well, that sounds lovely. <laughs> sounds absolutely lovely. Oh, thank you. Let's see, what else do I do for fun? <laughs> Uh, it sounds like a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of movement involves stuff. Yeah, I my I have a pretty sedentary job, um, especially lately because we're all working from home. Mm -hmm. um, so anything I can do to get out and get moving a little bit, um, and especially outside, I, I love being outside and being able to walk around barefoot in my backyard is about the best thing in the world right now. Um, <laughs> Because, you know, all the snow is finally gone. So, I mean, the ground is pretty cold still, but at least I can get outside in my bare feet. So that's something. Um, but, yeah, any any excuse to get outside and play around a little bit is an excuse I will take. Great. Um, so, yeah, a lot of, lot of physical activities, the dancing, martial arts, gardening, this focus on being outdoors. Um, 
and uh, it all, yeah, movement, movement. That's definitely like the theme that I'm sort of seeing so far, if I had to call one out. Um, what would you say is the most fun you've ever had? Oh my goodness, the most fun I've ever had was probably at my wedding. That was so much fun. It was just one big excuse for a party. The The actual wedding ceremony was almost secondary mm-hmm. to the whole thing. And it was it, the whole wedding itself took like 15 minutes. And then the party just was nice big party. Everybody was dancing and drinking and talking and having fun. And it was outside because it was a nice day. So we were able to have the whole thing outside, which was awesome. And it was just the most fun that I am able to remember having. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, so let's dive into this then and find out why it was fun, right? We already know you love the outdoors yeah. and you were able to have it outdoors, so that definitely helps. Yes. Uh, and so what were, what were the other elements that, that make this stick out to you as more fun than other times in your life? Well, I think the fact that we had all of our favorite people there, um, it was a, it was on the small side for a wedding. We had about 50 people there, mm-hmm. um, but we just really made it a priority to have all the people that we really love there. And, um, you know, we like I said, we kept it small. We didn't have to worry too much about family obligations. We kind of invited who we wanted to invite. Mm-hmm. And it turned out, you know, it was like 98% friends and like 2% family, um, just because that was the way it ended up happening. Um, and it was just, everybody was just there to have fun and enjoy themselves and celebrate this wonderful event in two people's lives. And it felt like everyone really made the most of it. I mean, it was a beautiful um, May evening, uh, late May evening. Um, All the sun, you know, the sun had been out. It was been 70 degrees. All the snow had finally melted. All the green was starting to come out in, in, you know, all the trees. And we got married in my brother's backyard. He had a huge field in his backyard, and we got married out there, and he's the one who actually married us, and it was just this super low-key thing where, you know, people were catcalling us while we were doing the ceremony. (laughs) It was just so much fun. Everybody was just enjoying themselves so much and was just so happy that we were able to you know just celebrate this momentous event and uh it was just an amazing night cool uh it should be noted for our listeners that kate is speaking about the same wedding that adam spoke about in episode three uh for those of those of you who are all following along um uh but it's interesting because there are different perspectives on why it was the most fun you've ever had so i will I will leave that for for listeners to go back and check out for themselves. Um, but yeah, so I the you know obviously it's it's outdoors, it's gorgeous, it's seventy degrees in late May. There's this whole like you know oncoming bloom from all of the plants and flowers, and it's a small group 
or not small, but smaller group of people, um, all of whom are just there because you want them to be. And everyone, even passersby, are joining in on the frivolity of calling out. I hope they were kind catcalls and not uh, particularly rude ones. Oh, absolutely. I remember this... <laughs> I remember distinctly my aunt, who was admittedly um, well hydrated, uh, <laughs> as I was coming down the aisle, was like, oh, you look so pretty. Just, just <laughs> spur of the moment, just say that out loud. And then the guy who did my makeup, he, you know, he's like, you know, in this one part where Adam was playing me a gorgeous song during the ceremony, mm -hmm. um, my hairdresser yelled out, don't ruin your mascara. And <laughs> it was, it was funny and it was, you know, heartfelt and it was just hilarious. And it, you know, those are like moments that stick out as awesome things. So did did the person who did your makeup not use waterproof mascara? I feel like that's a rookie mistake if they did that. Oh, he <laughs> Oh, he totally did. Okay. He he is no rookie. <laughs> he was just he pulling my chain, which is okay. <laughs> gotcha. Just making sure. Um so interesting. So the the you know, we've we've sort of seen based on what you said earlier about the things you find fun what what the obvious things about the wedding that were fun about it mm -hmm. um, but i'm also like there's this heavy uh dollop of uh the laid backness of the whole affair mm -hmm. um there wasn't a lot of pomp and circumstance or like regimented we have to do these things at this time and everyone has to step on their right foot first otherwise it ruins the day um, do you feel like that, that is something that carries over into sort of the rest of your life or things that you enjoy? It's like, do you prefer a more laid back experience than, than like a heavily scheduled one? Well, that's actually a really good question. Um, in my life, I tend on in my daily life, I actually tend to have what I call a head plan. Mm -hmm. So I kind of know how my day is planned out in my head. And if anyone messes with it, I get really cranky um, <laughs> because, you know, my energy has been allotted to certain things at certain points during the day. And I know exactly when they're going to happen. And if it gets all flown to the blown to the wind, suddenly I have no idea where my energy is going or how it's going to happen and what's going on. And I get very cranky and I tend to take it out on people who don't deserve it. Um <laughs> <laughs> like Adam and Toby? Like like Adam. Uh, <laughs> just just Adam. Um but for I think specifically when it came to the wedding, um we we both, you know, you know, we'd been to tons of, you know, quote unquote traditional weddings mm -hmm. over our various decades of life. And you know, they were nice and they were fine. And, you know, they were very upheld to tradition. And neither Adam or I wanted anything remotely traditional. Um, we kind of, you know, danced around it. We talked about it a little bit. And then in the end, we're just like, you know, 
you know, all these people just get so worked up over this and they spend tens of thousands of dollars on this, you know, one thing. And we just didn't want that. We wanted something that was just a celebration. We just wanted, I mean, we, we didn't need, we almost didn't need the ceremony. You know, this, the, the ceremony was an excuse for the party. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we just wanted our friends to come and hang out. We didn't care what they wore. You know, they could have shown up in jeans and a t-shirt or their pajama pants and we wouldn't have cared. Mm -hmm. At least they were comfortable. I mean, they were going to be in a field, so at least they're comfortable. Um, we had pe- we had pizza. That was that was what we served our our friends. We served our friends pizza. So, you know, it was a very casual event and I think it took the pressure off so people were able to enjoy it more because mm-hmm. um, they weren't worried about whether or not they would offend us or if they would do the wrong thing or say the wrong thing or what the family traditions were. It was just a party, and everyone knows how to go to a party and drink and talk and have fun, and that's what it was, and I think that's why um, it was so much fun and so enjoyable for everybody is because there was no pressure, and I think Adam and I don't always do that. A lot of times we put too much pressure on ourselves, Mm -hmm. so for this to be the one thing where we were like, no pressure all we don't care i mean my poor my poor um matron of honor she kept asking me what i wanted her to wear to the wedding and i'm like i really don't care and she's like no 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 but what and i'm like i don't care but what color (laughs) i don't care she's like i'm gonna wear this is that okay fine (laughs) i don't care just come in your pjs if you want i literally don't care what you wear i just want you there that's all that's all i want so yeah, at the end of the night, no matter what, you are going to be married to Adam. So what does it matter? Exactly, exactly. Um, and that was, you know, that was that was the most important thing. Everything else was just frosting, <laughs> frosting on the cupcakes. Um, it's interesting how much the the like being no pressure and low pressure for the whole situation was so important, um, based on the other things that you talk about like having fun with in your life. Not that they're all necessarily high pressure situations, but mm-hmm. gardening is often something that you have to have a have a plan for, especially if you want to like maximize the usage of your space. Yeah. And if you're if you're gardening, uh, like planting vegetables that you want to grow, you have to plant them at the right time of year so mm-hmm. that they, they sprout and bloom at the right times. Um, mm-hmm. So there's a lot of uh, a distinct purpose that's involved in something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, similarly, I imagine for martial arts, though, obviously in a, in a different medium, mm-hmm. you, you are learning a lot of very specific maneuvers uh, that you have to use in concert and you have mm-hmm. to display proficiency, which involves a lot of practice. So there can be pressure involved with doing that. Mm-hmm. And depending on what kind of dance you're involved in, there's a lot of learning and developing all of the choreography that's involved with it and then making sure you do the steps not only in the correct order, but in time with the music if you're doing it with music. So mm-hmm. those are all things that a lot of people would see as a uh, as, as more pressure-filled. Yeah, it's really interesting, yeah, when you were talking about the gardening, because 
I take a no plan approach to gardening. I just basically decided that I wanted to do it, mm. stuck a bunch of stuff in the ground and hope for the best. And okay. <laughs> some of it worked and some of it didn't, but I kind of learned. So I kind of have a vague idea of what I want to do this year. So I've got a little bit more of a plan this year, but I'm not, I haven't like, you know, mm-hmm. done a graph and marked it all out and, you know, bought any seeds or anything like that. I'm still kind of just winging that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and um, Okay. Yeah, but... But you sort of had the head plan about it. I have a head plan, um, which may go away as soon as I walk into the gardening center and get overwhelmed with choice, <laughs> which is what happened last year, actually. Um, mm-hmm. I just started randomly buying things, and I was like, ah, I don't know why I'm buying Brussels sprouts. Let's see what happens. And not much happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> um, yeah. But what you were saying, especially um, with the dance and um, the martial arts is true, a little less now with the dance, um, mainly because I've just been doing it for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, there's um, a kind of a relaxed quality that comes with it. Um, in the dance that I am doing these days, um, I am a belly dancer with the troupe Lanan Shi. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're kind of a theat- theatrical belly dance. So sometimes we do um, a bit more... Um, improv style and sometimes we do choreography um um, but because um we've been dancing together for years now we have um this kind of dance conversation we can have a dance conversation and we kind of know what everyone does and what everyone's going to do Mm -hmm. um so there's a relaxed quality to that and um just because I've been dancing for so long. I mean, I took ballet from like age five to, I don't even know, sixth grade or something like that. So five to like 10, 12 years old. Um, So I have like this base um, knowledge that is just with me always. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, it's those base things are what I often do just to relax around the house. You know, I'm waiting in the kitchen for something in the microwave, do a couple plies, do a couple porta bras. And, you know, it's just a way to gently move my body in um, a very comfortable way because it's so ingrained in my muscles at this point. Um, and with regards to the Kempo Jiu Jitsu, I think one of the reasons why I find it so much fun is because it's so challenging. Mm -hmm. Um, And each class, it's got a little bit of everything. You know, there's a warm-up, there's some sparring where we're hitting hitting pads, you know, we have forms that we're learning. Um, And then, you know, we learn, because mine is a self-defense-based martial arts, we learn how to get out of tricky situations and multiple ways to get out of tricky situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's very specific ways of doing these. And, you know, especially once you get up into the upper ranks where you're doing throws and pins and, you know, choke holds and stuff like that, you have to be very careful, not only so you don't hurt yourself, but so you don't hurt your partner as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very... You know, you have to be present, present, and I think that's another reason why I like it, because when you go to class, you really can't think of anything else that's going on. I mean, you may have had a terrible day at work, you know, you may, you know, be going through some tough times at home, but when you go there, you literally have to pay attention, because if you don't, 
something bad may happen to you. So you've got to be there in the moment. Um, and it is actually surprisingly zen for the amount of effort that you're putting into your class. Mm-hmm. And I really, I feel good physically after a class, but I also feel really good emotionally and mentally after a class because I feel like I've just gotten like a 60 minute or a two hour break from, you know, the world outside. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, it's a relief. It's a relief. And plus it's just a whole lot of fun hitting stuff. So (laughs) (laughs) I bet it's very cathartic. It really is. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's interesting, the whole concept of, of, you know, having to be so present for it that the rest of the world sort of fades away. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that's something that I spoke with, uh, Adam a lot about as well. He had this sort of same feeling that the most fun times he's had in his life were the times where time was no longer a thing mm-hmm. and he was just so present that the world outside didn't exist and it was, it was just the situation that he was in. Yeah. Um, and I, I see a lot of parallels there. Possibly explains why you two are such a good couple. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> but it's this interesting concept of, you know, being in this, this low pressure situation, like your wedding, you didn't want bells and whistles or frills or doilies or any of that. You're like, we're going to have the shortest ceremony possible. We're all going to eat pizza. And then we're going to drink and dance and just have a good time outside. And none of it matters, right? Mm -hmm. It's all super low key. We don't want you to be worrying about getting a tux or messing up your shoes. Just come here, dance, have fun and live in the moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, Versus these other things where you're uh, dancing or doing the martial arts and you, um, as opposed to having to do it for like lack of worry per se, Mm -hmm. you are on the opposite end, having to focus yourself so much that the outside world is fading away. Mm -hmm. So you get sort of that same benefit for a different reason, but it still produces that same amount of fun and relief. So you get the the euphoria regardless. Absolutely. And it's interesting how it's like two opposite ends. (laughs) Well, you know, why not? Um, uh, and I think that's the great thing about fun is that, you know, there's multiple, multiple roads to fun and they're all just as important as the other. Absolutely. Yeah. The, my research has shown me that fun is uh, not only very esoteric in that everyone seems to have a different definition of it, um, but e- different people even have multiple definitions of it. There are... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be very difficult for me to find a true amalgam definition of fun, but that is my mission. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> I think you're going to find there's as many definitions of fun as there are people. <laughs> yes, and I have to interview all 8 billion people on the planet, so. Mm, well, you've got your work cut out for you. <laughs> That's what they tell me, but look, I've got a very good battery, so I think it will be fine, ultimately. Um, so are there are there other things that you consider fun, or, or, or is there like a second most fun moment in your life you can think of? Oh, some of my second most fun moments are, um, and one that stands out in my mind is several years ago now, um, before before I met Adam, Actually, no, I think this was shortly after I met Adam. It's like we'd only been dating for like a couple weeks. Um, a bunch of my girlfriends and I went down to um, a masquerade party in Wilson Castle in Proctor, Vermont. Um, one of my friends um, had put on a few of those 
similar parties for um, kind of a um, you know fundraiser for Wilson Castle. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, it was just an excuse for a whole bunch of people to get together and dress up in outrageous costumes and just hang out in a freaking castle in Vermont. And um, there was like tons of dancing, alcohol, some of the (laughs) best food that you've ever had in your life. And, you know, just amazing people. And it was so much fun. We just danced and laughed and ate and drank and hung out and then danced and then danced and then danced and then drove home and then had Denny's because that's what you do at 3 (laughs) a.m. And it was just, it was just an amazing night with some incredible people. And that was, again, some of the most fun that I've ever had in my life. Mm -hmm. All spawned from just this like random silly idea of let's dress up and go to a castle. Oh yeah. She, my, my friend who, she no longer lives in Vermont, but she, she did like several of these over the course of a few years. She would do like two a year. And it, it had a dif- different theme each time. This one happened to be a masquerade theme. Um, and she did other themes over the course. Um, mm-hmm. And that was the one that I was able to get to was the masquerade one. La la. I know. And it was, you know, every, every woman used it as an excuse to put on her best corset or any corset. And um, <laughs> actually, come to think of it, she did one that was like a circus theme that was also a lot of fun that I did go to. So I managed to get to two. Um, and both times it was just incredible. And I think it had a lot to do um, with the people who were there and the people I was there with because um, they were some very good friends of mine. And, um, you know, it was a girl's night out. And we just, you know, had the opportunity to cut loose in a safe environment and didn't have to worry mm-hmm. about anything going wrong. We could literally just have fun without worry and um we did and uh we we all have said more than once that we miss those parties (laughs) Hmm. i wish somebody would put some on again (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i mean again interesting i'm just noticing more themes of of the the low pressure no worries um, but also like the the communal aspect of everything Mm -hmm. like uh, i imagine your wedding wouldn't have been as much fun if it was just you and Adam and the officiant and, you know, like five or six guests. The fact that you had that many people there made it that much more fun to do. And the dancing, you talked about dancing with your troupe and how it's it's more fun when, when they're around because you all know each other so well that you can play off of each other. Um, and then these parties as well. It's, you know, it's one thing for you to dress up just yourself and go to a castle and be like, okay, well, now I'm here. What's going on? Versus going there with a gaggle of friends uh, that you can share in that joy with. Yeah, which is really ironic because I am a 100% introvert. And (laughs) usually my default setting is, you know, Adam and my dog and nobody else if I can get away with it. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that... You know, everything that I'm finding fun incorporates groups of people is kind of ironic. Um, But (laughs) when you think about it, it's the people who are there are the people that 
you know, I've led into my life. They are the people I am most comfortable with. They are the people I truly want to be with. So in each instance, um, you know, while I may be going against my introvert, you know, settings, it's because I am with the people I can feel like I can be most myself with. And it's like, I don't have to put any filters up. I don't have to put any masks, masks on. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be pretend to be somebody I'm not. I don't have to pretend to be extroverted. Um, I don't have to pretend to be anything. I can just be myself. Um, I can be my goofy, dorky self <laughs> and it's fine. And I think um, that is one reason why, you know, when I have fun, I'm surrounded by all these awesome people because that's, I can be myself with them. And um, mm -hmm. that's a freedom that I think um, we all crave on some level is to be accepted in that manner. Um, and when we can totally be that free, we can allow ourselves to experience the joy that comes with being yourself and being being you in the environment that you're in and not having to worry about um, what somebody else might be thinking or saying or doing. You can just be. And that is quite possibly the most fun anybody can have, I think. It's just to be. Hmm. Interesting. Um, now, given everything we've talked about so far, if I forced you to define fun, how would you? Ooh, that is a good question. How would I define fun? Fun is anything, whether it's doing something, being somewhere, whatever. Fun is anything that just brings you unadulterated joy, even if it's for just a couple minutes. I think that's how I would define fun. Okay. Uh, any final words on fun that may help robots like myself understand it? Um, fun is so esoteric. You... It's really hard to understand fun if you've never experienced fun. But once you've experienced it, it doesn't need to be defined, I don't think. You just, you just know in your heart what fun is. Okay. Well, Kate, thank you very much for helping me with my research. Well, thank you very much for asking me. Of course. Uh, if you listeners out there would like to aid future robots in understanding uh, your human emotions, you can get in touch with us at WhatIsFunPod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and you can email us at WhatIsFunPod at gmail.com. Let us know your answer to the titular question. Remember, just because humanity one day will inevitably fall doesn't mean you can't be a research subject now. So I ask you, what is fun? Charisma is much. This has been a Puma Knife production.